everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today's chapter covers the beginning of Gideon's story. Because before he was the victorious conqueror we know and love, he was timid and a reluctant follower of the Lord. In reality, we often have this rose-colored perspective on Gideon's story that isn't quite accurate. So here's the deal. As we've learned thus far from Judges, when the people do what's right in their own eyes instead of following the Lord's commands, it goes poorly. In today's chapter, the Lord gave them into the hands of the Midianites, who were Bedouin nomads living in the desert plains. The Midianites, instead of farming and producing their own crops, decided to let the Israelites harvest theirs, and then they'd go on raids to steal everything they'd produced. And they did it all while riding camels. Yeah, the Midianites, they were crazy. Finally, after seven years of these raids on camels, the Israelites called out to the Lord for help. They're like, save us from these camel people. No, just kidding. They didn't say that. So the Lord, the Lord, a God who loves communicating with his children, sent a prophet to let them know why these camel raids were happening. This prophet, he didn't deliver the Israelites from the oppression of the Midianites. He instead reminded them of what God had done and reminded them of their disobedience. That's verses 1 through 6. So the, the prophet didn't save them. He was just like, yeah, this remember what God's done and you're disobeying, so that's why all these raids are happening. But don't worry. The Lord had a plan in how he would deliver his people from the control of the enemy. He goes to Gideon, a man who self-declares or declares of himself in verse 15 that he is the least in his father's house, which is part of the weakest clan of Manasseh, so a subgroup of the tribe. Is he being humble, humility being a quality we should all be striving for, or is he refusing to trust and be confident in how the Lord has created him? Which raises a good question. False humility Like, are there areas in your life where you're being self-deprecating when instead, or rather, you should be confident in the gifts the Lord has given you? It's a good thing to think about. What's the difference between a humble confidence and an arrogant false humility or an insecure false humility? But back to Gideon. When the angel of the Lord appeared to him, he questioned the angel, asking why these raids had continued to occur. Again, they're not getting that they disobeyed. That's why the raids were happening. But the Lord tells him that he is with him through this angel, and Gideon will strike the Midianites down as if they were one man. But Gideon, he still isn't so sure. So he asks God to wait, which to those listening is really a smart idea, and goes inside to prepare a meal. Guess he was hungry. The foods he chose were what someone in this culture would prepare for a guest of honor, which is a young goat, unleavened bread, and some broth. When he brought it all back outside, Gideon followed God's directions of where to put everything. And the angel of the Lord touched his staff to the pile of food on the rock, and instantly it caught on fire. We read this in verse 21, which says, Then the angel of the Lord reached out the tip of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened cakes. And fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened cakes. And the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. One commentator says that the manner in which God called Gideon to be their deliverer and rescued Israel from its oppressors through his instrumentality was intended to furnish the most evident proof that the help and salvation of Israel were not to be found in man, but solely in their God, he concludes. The help and salvation of Israel were not to be found in one man, but solely in their God, he concludes. 
The Israelites, despite being shown God's sovereignty over and over again, needed a reminder that they cannot place their trust in a king or a leader, but only in the Lord. Like the story of Elijah setting fire to Baal's altar, the man did not touch the goat, bread, or broth at all, which rules out any idea that it was Gideon who set the table ablaze. That night, the Lord told Gideon to cut down the nearby, and by nearby, I mean in his own father's backyard, was an altar to Baal and pole to Asherah, and in its place build an altar to the Lord to be used for burnt offerings of a bull. Not only is Gideon here worshiping the Lord, but he is also rejecting Baal through the sacrifice of an animal Baal worshippers considered to be sacred, the bull. Gideon followed what the Lord detailed, but he chose to do it at nighttime instead of during the day. This is interesting. Why? Why would he make this offering at night? According to Exodus 29, burnt offerings were supposed to be prepared in the morning and offered right before sundown. Gideon makes his offering in the dark of the night. Because, well, to quote verse 27, he was too afraid of his family and the men of the town. The story highlights Gideon's personal struggle to believe God's promise, which will be flipped later on in the next chapter when he defeats the Midianites while holding fast to the Lord. That's the Gideon story you're probably the most familiar with. But still here in today's chapter, he's only partially trusting the Lord. He asks the Lord for another sign involving dew and a woolen fleece. And God follows through, answering a second time after Gideon doubts the first. And finally, after all of that, Gideon is ready to lead against their foes. Pause to consider. How are you like Gideon? Are you ever unsure of the way God created you? Doubtful that he could possibly use you to further his kingdom or doubting the truths of his promises? Gideon had to be reminded. He wasn't confident. These reminders weren't the kind of everyday reminders that we need. These reminders were because he had forgotten what was true. I pray you're encouraged by Gideon's story that although we aren't expected to have it all together, we can be secure in knowing that the Lord created us exactly the way we were supposed to be made. The thing about Gideon is that it wasn't necessarily that he doubted how he was made. It was that he doubted the purposes God had appointed him for, the role he was in. Was he the least of his father's house? Maybe. But did God want to use him as a leader? For sure. And Gideon, he wasn't certain that he was the guy for the job. So today, I'm praying we would be reminded that in God's sovereignty, he has us exactly where we need to be, and he has us there for a purpose. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. It's a good reminder. As we wrap up, I want to remind you that new Join the Journey journals are available on Amazon. And every Sunday in July and August, before and after all church services here at Watermark in Dallas, we'll be selling in person. If you want a spiral version, we'll have limited quantities, really limited, so you got to get there early. And those will only be available on in-person on Watermark's campus. The journals on Amazon are exactly the same. Content-wise, they're just bound like a normal paperback book, and they too come with all sorts of new articles and resources to help you understand the rest of the Old Testament. That's all we've got time for today. Share this episode to social media and tag Watermark Church. Let us know you're following along. Special thanks to our summer intern, Michaela Swank, for helping write today's script. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. 
Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.